Hey, what's up? This is Kat Jones, your host. Today is March 21st, 2020. Stop commemorating things with balloons on Queer All Year. Because seriously, it's not great for the environment, and I don't think the person you're releasing them for would appreciate it, but anyway, I'm joined as always by my bro and sound producer and co-host, McGee. Do you think Bismarcky is related to Otto von Bismarck? What is Bismarcky? The singer? The, you got what I need, Uh, would you say he's just a friend that me and Jay annoyed you with forever on a youth group trip? It's a super famous song. I know. know I hate this. I don't know who wrote it, though. Yeah, Bismarcky. Isn't it Bismarcky or something? Anyway, I don't think that person knows who Otto von Bismarck is. Oh, sure he is. He's a... He's wearing, um, in the music video, he has, he's got like a Beethoven wig on. I cannot believe you've so. seen the music video. <laughs> it's like I, one of the greatest songs of all time. I hate that song so like, much, um, and now it's going to be in my head. That's only because of <sighs> what we did to it, to you. No, I <laughs> no, I hated that song beforehand, and that's why you guys. Mm, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. church youth group. You know what? Methodism, and we are on the right side of Methodism. So, (laughs) take that. Um, So, I guess I'm going to go into this story. I would like to say the second story could be a little uh, much for people, but I will um, talk about that when we get to it. So, the first... First story is about the Asexual Visibility and Education Network, which is abbreviated to AVEN, A-V-E-N, of course. It was founded in 2001, and it exists to create public acceptance and discussion of asexuality. Um, I don't particularly like the word acceptance because that doesn't um, seem to imply... It's like, oh, fine, I accept it. You know, it doesn't... And then there's tolerance, which I don't like. I don't know what word I'm looking for. I know the new um, queer... Queer eye... No, the queer eye people are... They use a different word. And I can't remember what it is. But I'm not a big fan of acceptance, but I'm not going to tell them what to use. So it also um, works to facilitate the growth of the asexual community and uh, provide a safe place for people to, you know, explore their asexuality and understand that it's not weird, it's not, you know, they're not wrong, that kind of thing, which is something that they are told a lot. And as someone who is, you know, my, I'll just get into this, my sex drive is very low. Um, I can tell you that, yes, it is um, quite erased and... We are often told that we just haven't learned right or haven't had it done right. And it's not, it's not cool. So just don't do that. They work on uh, visibility projects, um, which includes their visibility store, which was created on this date. It just, and which is why I'm talking about it today, because their store um, has merchandise and stuff that is very unapologetically pro asexuality and you know just like you can learn a lot just from their shirts they have shirts they have um different i think they have tote bags things like that they have 
bi or not bi oh my gosh they have asexuality flags that you can wear on your shirts and i did see out there that i think you can just buy a flag which is really cool i have uh i have a bi flag and a pan flag and a rainbow flag but i think i'm gonna have to get one of these i need to get flags for everything but i don't think i have room for everything in the house and my husband would probably lose his mind and be like what's happening but you know i exist to help him lose his mind um so if you'd like to know more about them they are at asexuality.org that's a s e x u a l i t y.org and that is a very important group a very important store i think and i just happen to like anything that brings visibility and acceptance of asexuality and other marginalized communities so now today we are actually having another little segment with mcg and i'm excited about it so here we go hey everybody it's mcg to all of you confused why this is coming out on the 22nd instead of the 21st we've had a bit of a uh crazy you know situation going on here cat's laptop was stolen which pretty much means this podcast was stolen so uh that's basically all i got for my little segment here um just saying that the podcast was almost suspended and now we're back baby we got the laptop back we are back in business so normally on these things i give you some kind of guitar knowledge so um i'll give you this I don't even know if I've done it before. Eddie Hazel of Parliament Funkadelic is such an awesome guitarist. Everyone who hasn't heard either Maggot Brain or Good Thoughts, Bad Thoughts needs to check him out. He's like, um, I don't know, millions of artists have tried to get Jimi Hendrix sound, but Eddie Hazel's own sound was the closest thing to it that's ever existed. Go Eddie Hazel. I'm McG, and this is a little segment. Quick trigger warning, this next story is about a very gruesome murder. If you don't want to hear it, skip forward to 19 minutes and you will be able to hear the rest of the show. Okay, I just want to iterate again. This story could be too much for some people, so skip forward now if you didn't hear it before. All right, so we are going to talk about the murder of Steen Fenrich, and I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that name right um i really really want to go deeper into this i think i will on the patreon although i would really like to uh do it somewhere more public there is nothing on this out there i can't believe it this is something that should be covered on like last podcast on the left or you know any all any sort of you know true crime murder type things this is I mean, this seems huge to me, and and this is the kind of thing that, like, I really want to go and do, like, a six-episode investigative reporting thing, almost like, you know, like, um, serial or something like that, because there are, like, the details out there are so contradictory sometimes. Sometimes they're word of mouth. It's it's just, it's just strange. It is a, it is a very important story. And I just, I don't understand why it's not out there. So I'm thinking about doing that. 
There's our studio dog, Ike. Yep, that was little... that banging back there. Yeah. <laughs> Just wanted to let you know. We didn't want to cut out anything. Anyway, back to my story. Is the dog, the dog is good. Yeah, he's fine. Okay, so on March 21st, 2000, year 2000, um, a man was walking through Alley Pond Park in Bayside, Queens, when he found a plastic blue tub. Now, some sources have reported as a Tupperware tub, which is bonkers. The New York Times reported that it was two plastic food containers, which also sounds bonkers. Uh, And you'll see why in just half a second. Um, Because inside the tub were the remains of Steen Fenrich, a 19-year-old African-American gay man. He, he was, yes, he entered the army in 1997, but he only served nine months. Uh, he was working in the food service somehow in there. And for some reason he was discharged after only nine months and I could not find why. And, uh, one source I saw said that it wasn't disclosed by the army. So I don't know what that is. And so he was living with his partner, who I, whose name I've been unable to find. So I'm just saying unnamed partner. They had a fight on September 9th, 1999. And he went to his mother and stepfather, Wanda and John, and asked to stay with them since he'd had this big fight. But this caused a huge fight with his stepfather. And so supposedly... Steen stormed out of the house and he was never seen again. No missing persons report was ever filed. And so this is September 9th, 1999. His remains were found March 21st, 2000. Never anywhere in there was a missing persons report filed. And I cannot figure out why. Yeah, no. Even his mom didn't do it? Uh, Even his mom. And I don't know why. I don't. I was not able to find why. And so this part is important, but it gets gruesome. Just so you know, this is where the gruesome thing is happening. So in the tub, uh, the tub contained a skull that had been burned with acid, a foot with decaying flesh still on it, and that is relevant in a second, and pulverized bone fragments. So the rest of him was just pulverized. And the skull had writing on it, which... uh, was homophobic and racial slurs, including gay N-word number one. I don't know what the number one is about, but... um, And I think here it might be relevant to say that his mother is black and his stepfather was white. And so that the the N-word part... um, Especially from what you told me. Yeah, what you know about it. Yeah. So the medical examiner uh, determined that the foot had been kept in a freezer for some amount of time. I don't know why. But so that says to me that the tub, he hadn't been in the tub for a super long amount of time. But then why was just the foot in the freezer? I don't know. Um, So... On top of the um, homophobic and racial slurs, his social security number was on his skull, was written on his skull. So why? But, you know, they had to confirm it. So his dental records were used to identify him officially. 
So the partner that he'd had a fight with said that the stepfather called him a few days after the argument to tell him that Steen was, quote, going away for a couple of weeks. So if that's not building an alibi, then I don't know what is. Um, he'd had his stop stepfather, John, had a bad relationship with Steen uh, going back a long time, but it was especially exacerbated because he was gay. There is um, there are reports that um, a big part of it also was that John and Wanda had um, a biological child together. And so he um, preferred his biological child over Steen and that, you know, they clashed over that. Um, immediately when the police notified them that um, Steen's body had been found, he um, immediately called News 12 Long Island to suggest a motive that he had been killed and dismembered because he was gay. Now, police had not released even to his parents that he'd been dismembered. So there is no way that John could have known he was dismembered. There is no reason he should have called the news immediately. This guy. Yeah, and uh. so the police heard this call and they were like, well, okay, he's suspect number one. So then on the 22nd, the day after they told him, the day after the body was found, they went and they interviewed John. Now, John, responding to this, bolted from the interview and climbed to the roof with a handgun and an automatic assault rifle. Now, I've seen automatic assault gun. I've seen just a regular rifle. It seems to be the automatic one is what I hear most places. He shot several times into the air just to freak people out. Um, they evacuated his wife and their biological son. Neighbors were told to stay in their basements until it was safe. And he um, he was yelling down to the police that he was a terrible father and that they should shoot him. And he was pacing the roof, drinking beer, just like, you know, just so much that some neighbors say that he vomited at least once down a chimney, which oh is just terrible for everyone involved. Um, what a story. So and, and yeah. And so this went eight hours with him just pacing on the roof with these guns. Um, and then at 1.25 p.m., eight hours into the siege, he um, inflicted a um, gunshot and died of suicide. So um, I'm, I'm not sure if this is related, but Wanda and John had been indicted for insurance fraud in 1998. Uh, they included their children in the claims, such as the um, their John's biological child, uh, He'd lost his pinky, and uh, John told the insurance company that he had been hit by a car while he was on his bike, and he lost his pinky that way. But the police were like, no, we have records that he lost it, like, last year <laughs> or something. And they had, like, self-inflicted injuries and all sorts of stuff for this insurance fraud. I don't know. So clearly, I'm just, I'm just saying this to illustrate that it was a... Um, it was, messed up family. Yeah, it was the family was not doing well. And um John they I'm not sure if you can close a case if your number one suspect um is dies by suicide like the, I mean that person has never been convicted. Right. And so he's so is the case still open? He's, he's definitely not 
Like, is OJ's case guilty. still open? Like, yeah. Yeah, right? I mean, Aaron Hernandez, though, isn't... Is that still open? Because he wasn't guilty of that, of the other ones. No, he was... Well, he's he wasn't made innocent, but he was... But he's he, he's presumed not something. guilty. Yeah. Yeah, so... I think with this, it would still be open. I would think so, but the police have definitely come out and said that they that they believe he absolutely was the you know the person who killed him so they could probably close the case but and not see, that's, have a sorry. conviction excuse me yeah and see that's why i want to do like an investigative thing like there's so many questions still open there's so many like conflicting rumors and that kind of thing yeah. if you know and so if i don't have time to do it someone out there please do it <laughs> because this is an important thing. This is a hate crime. This is just a horrible way for this young man to die. We don't even know how he died, but we, his head was in acid. His foot was in a freezer for however long. I mean, it. I don't, it's just swept under the rug because he was a black gay man. I mean, he was not even a man. He was like, what, 17? Yeah, he's a kid. He was a kid. and And I think... I don't know. I think, no, he's, he was 19, but he's still a kid. Yeah. That is still I mean, a baby. Right. You know, your brain doesn't stop, you know, completely forming until you're 25. So if we're using that as adulthood, like, I mean, he's a kid. And I don't understand how this, I mean, no, I do. I understand how this got swept under the rug. And then 9-11, you know, every case that was ever open, every time I listen to true crime a lot, every time... A case happens before 9/11, it immediately stops after, like after 9/11, and then they they pick it up like a year later or something when all the evidence is gone. So I'm sure that had something to do with it. But yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, and it's just I don't, I mean, there's so many discrepancies. I'm like I shouldn't just keep talking about this, but it just it upsets me so much, and I just want to know more. I'm thinking about calling their police station, seeing if they can release more details and then i would give more details <laughs> i yeah, don't know that'd be good if you know anything at all like if you Absolutely. have other stuff our best place would be the queer all year mafia mafia group. our facebook group um if you do if you have though like a tip or something that um could help if they need help then tell that to the queen's police you know go there first definitely yeah we're but just but then um, you know give it to us too because we like gossip <laughs> yeah we would if we can hear it second hand that's fine yeah as long absolutely. as it's you know from the from you know a media source or yeah and the media is reputable media the media source. sources also you know don't agree anyway um, so yeah, that's terrible. That's not enough information. I am definitely thinking about doing a long bonus episode about this. Um, probably on Patreon, patreon.com slash queer all year. That's At where you can get a lot of the, the meat of what's going on. Yeah. Kat does some deep dives in there. Yep. Um, I have yet to do Jerry Falwell, but I am going to have so much fun yeah. with that one. <laughs> I, if you're on our $5 tier, you're going to be getting, uh, you're going to get good stuff if you like with... this you will be definitely interested in that yeah i sh and it's i try not to do too much true crime you know if it's going to be true crime it's going to be something related she tries but <laughs> it's yeah i make i do what's related to our oeuvre yeah they certainly are 
Is oeuvre the right word? I don't even know how to pronounce that, really. I think it's I guess if that's right. I've seen, I know what word you're talking about. Yeah. I've, yeah. (laughs) Stay in our lane, as getting off would put it. Anyway, so. um, As we try to solve this murder. There is no way to transition out of this into social media. So social media. <laughs> I mean, I did a little bit. I said yeah. the the uh, we brought them to the group, the Patreon, you know, the group and the Patreon. Yeah, we were we yeah. were segueing great out of that. I think we yeah. might get a Tony for this or something. Huh. <laughs> you know, they do have podcast um, awards, like Grammys. No, well, I don't know. Maybe there's a Grammy for best podcast. There's not a ooh. You know what? Anyway, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um the. Queer All Year Mafia is great for um, the conversations and goofy stuff. If you want to get um, on our actual Facebook page, that's just Queer All Year. Please like like it. Yeah. Um, And that is more announcements and stuff like that. It talks about our new sponsor and um, our new... Oh, speaking of announcements, I think there is a real chance that we might not be going to the True Crime Podcast Festival Uh. in Kansas City. We are, as of right now, going to be at the um, um, No Hate photo shoot here in Topeka. They just added it, and it's going to be at the Trans House, which is 1204 Southwest Orleans Street, right next to the Equality House, the Rainbow One. Um, and you should totally come get your picture taken, see us. The street's called Orleans? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, and um, not in not if you're a delivery person, because delivery people were always always having to call me, like, this doesn't exist. And I'm like, no, yes, it does. You just have to turn all these strange corners, and then it's just like a half a block, and then it disappears. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird place. I always had time, hard time finding that place unless I took 12th Street. You know. Yeah, basically, it's right across the street from Westboro Baptist Church. That's just what I yeah, tell you can people. find that. You can find yeah. this. You know, Westboro, there's a big rainbow right across the street, <laughs> and that you know is, the worst place in the world. That is where I want my Chipotle brought. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh yes. So if you would like to help us out a lot, you can um, join. Uh, well, no, you can, you follow, can get you can on rate. the other. Well, we haven't gotten through everything we before haven't. we get to the well, ratings. I was, okay. Yeah, whatever. Tell them about ratings. No, you tell them about. Okay. Um, <laughs> there are multiple tiers on Patreon.com slash Queer All Year. Um, the None first of them tier, have merch. Yeah. If Well, okay. The first tier has um, little bonuses like a ringtone and uh, bloopers. Uh, we already talked about the second tier, the $5 tier that has all of our bonus episodes. And as Kat just said there, I want to reiterate, there isn't merch on there yet. So if you see uh, Queer All Year merch online, that is not uh, official or sanctioned by us. Um, We would ask that you don't purchase that. Um, Yes. If you see advertisements on Facebook, please report those. It's very easy to report them. So it's not easy to report Hot Topic, though. Kind of a lame little happening but uh made me very angry you know what's the what's the quote there is that um being copied is the greatest form of oh well flatter no flattery is the or is the greatest form of flattery yeah Yeah. whatever plagiarism or yeah imitation or plagiarism 
Well, <laughs> plagiarism is the greatest form of flattery. Anyway, so subscribing and rating. If you can go out and subscribe on, I'm not going to say the word that you prefer. Uh, Podcatcher. Shut up. (laughs) On whatever you listen to us on, that would help us a lot. Um, The one that helps us the most is the purple icon uh, on your iPhone or iPad. They don't have it on your browser because God knows why. Uh, And that little purple icon helps us out the most. If you can give us a five-star rating, that also helps us out the most. If you can leave a review with your rating, that helps us out even more. Because then then Apple's algorithm uh, kicks in. Who knows? I keep up. I look. I do a lot of Googling on it, and no no one knows. It appears to be changing... uh... Often, yeah. Every time someone comes close to figuring out, yeah, they change yeah. it, which is fun. Staying on, on top of it, but it's I a mean, fun little game that we got going on. Yeah, and I mean, Spotify is great too. Apparently, Spotify pays attention, and I bet Stitcher. the only people that know are the big um, uh, networks. Well, you know, I guess I don't even know if they figured know. it out or mm-hmm. been paid to figure it. What I out. do know is that the big networks, um, every. Every time they have a new show come out, they uh, put out a blast on every single podcast on their network that says, coming soon, blah, blah, blah. And that's that's how... That's what a network would do. Yeah, and that's how they get big. That's how they get... That's why they're always on new and noteworthy and all that, because they have it blasted everywhere. And uh, so... But we don't... We're not bashing the individual podcasts on there. Oh, no, I love the the podcast. the, uh, The mindset of a giant... Uh, network. Yeah, and we would like to remain um, independent as long as possible. I don't, I mean, in, until we get big, they're not going to come after us, but we would like to remain independent, and that relies on all of you being able to support us in whatever way you can, and we would love to just be independent and listener-supported and, you know, people who love us like we love you like we say every time. So help us be independent. Tell your friends about us. Spread the word. And tell everyone that we love them and we love you. 